Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 on Rock 102. Hey, good morning. We've got some good news and some bad news from the world of food. And it's debatable, by the way. Well, what's the good news? Well, the good news has to do with an ice cream that we may be interested in. And the bad news? It's a partnership between two companies that shouldn't occur. All right, I'm going to take your word for it. All right, we'll get to that. And then also there's a new health test that we can do right here in the studio and folks can do at home listening in that will determine whether we're going to live a long life or not. We believe that Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds will also be here. And we also believe he's bringing the uh, the Calder Cup with him. Woo-hoo! I also believe I brought enough dip for all of us. What? Oh, I mean, all right for the Calder Cup. We're gonna yes. use that uh, to, as like a dip and chip holder. Do we have Frito Lay at all? Or no, not? we got we got the machine upstairs. All I'm, right. I got a couple of quarters we could uh, nice we could pack in there. All right, it's five thirty-five. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. Classic Rock. It's five fifty-two. We're back, Stephen Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. Rain should be ending any time now. If it hasn't already, where you are in highs only of about seventy today with some clouds. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Hey, 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 who's got a judgment against them today? (laughs) Bill Cosby might be a free man, but not everyone is convinced of his innocence. Jurors in a civil trial just ruled that he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old girl at the Playboy Mansion back in 1975. Her name is Judy Huth, and she's now 64, and she's $500,000 richer at Cosby's expense. In the grand scheme of things, $500,000 doesn't really seem like a... After fifty uh, years, after fifty years of being victimized, yeah, no, I wouldn't yeah. think that uh, that would pay for very much. Well, plus, the, doesn't he have more in the till than that that he could afford to give up? I'm sure he does, right? but you know, this was the judgment, I guess, that whatever she was suing for. Uh, the jury believed that uh, Cosby intentionally caused her harm, reasonably believed that she was under 18 years old, and was driven by unnatural or abnormal sexual interest in a minor. Mm. Uh, Cosby continues to deny any wrongdoing. I swear, it wasn't me. So I just looked it up. The uh, 83-year-old Bill Cosby, Mm -hmm. as of this month, still has a net worth of $400 million. Mm. A $500,000 check is just like... Nothing. Yeah, cash he would have rolled up in his socks. What does that mean, net worth? Like, what is that like everything that you own? Assets, everything. So it's your house, is your your real estate, all that stuff. It's not about how much cash he has on hand, although I'm sure... There's quite a bit of cash. Oh, he's probably got. Uh, he's probably got a box. He's probably got the petty cash box. He probably tell does. His wife to go, Camille. Camille, could you go out to Shelburne Falls Coffee and get me something? Cause all the peoples down there don't want to see me. They want to throw hot coffee in my face. <laughs> and he probably doesn't have it in a rolled up sock. Probably in some of those ugly sweaters. That he yeah, those uh, coogie sweaters. Yeah. I would think that even Camille. Doesn't really want to do anything out in public. Come on, Camille, just go get me a coffee. I love Shelburne Falls, but I can't go there anymore. I would also like a pound cake. <laughs> you want a pudding pop, Camille? Mr. Bean star Rowan Atkinson says comedy doesn't always have to kick up. 
Really? Uh, I didn't laugh at a lot of your stuff. What are you talking about? Mr. Bean's a wonderful it physical was comedian. Okay. I didn't think that was like hilarious. Did you? Sometimes. Oh, you're like a Three Stooges fan, though, anyway. I love these Stooges. I thought he was great in Love Actually as the guy at the counter there wrapping up the gift. I never saw him. Oh, really? That's yeah. a good movie. Uh, there Sounds are like a romantic comedy. Yes. He's a chick drag you to. Yes. No. I think it's I think it's one of those rom-coms that's acceptable for guys. Because there's, there's fun in it. There's nudity in it. Are you one of them dudes that likes going to chick flicks just because? Nope. Certain ones, yep. Yeah, that one's, that, that one's on the list. That I'm, one's on the list. I'm not buying that. <laughs> anyway, Rowan says there are lots of extremely smug and self-satisfied people in what would be deemed lower down in society who also deserve to be pulled up. I would love to know what any of that means. I well, he's. Uh, I don't really even understand what he's saying. Either. I don't think so I mean, either. Kick up. Not sure I get it, man. Uh, teachers who work with uh, disabled children at a school district in Ohio invited The Rock to their annual party. He couldn't make it, but he sent a video, plus a gift pack for every student that included clothing and an Xbox. I would much rather you not be here and just get the clothing and the Xbox. If he had showed up and actually been there, would those items have come with him? Uh, probably not. <laughs> well, no, he probably would have. He's a nice guy. He does that stuff all the time. But uh, if I like my my lifelong dream was to meet The Rock, and then he didn't show up, but he gave me an Xbox and some new clothes, yeah. I'd be like, I don't ever have to meet this man ever again as yeah, long as he I keeps sending you. me gifts. I like I like somebody who sends me gifts. Yeah. Who doesn't? Hey, by the way, back to Rowan Atkinson for just a second. You would appreciate this, Bax, being a drummer. Search up. Funny invisible drum kit sketch on stage. With I've Rome. seen it. It's it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty good, funny, right? You know, uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul's return as Walt and Jesse for Better Call Saul will be more than just a quick cameo. Bob Odenkirk let it slip that quote, "It's not just one time, and it was great." Yeah, you know, they want to make. Uh, as I read this article yesterday, AMC wants to make more spinoffs mm. of of uh, Breaking Bad. Yep, it's like. How much? How much can you milk a but cow? You, but you know what? I mean, you better call Saul's a great show. Yes, I know it is. I'm just saying, like, how many more spinoffs can you do before it finally hits the bricks? Well, that's a to me, that's a franchise with as there's lots of people you could say. I'd love to know more about Gus. Well, plus they'll take anything that's successful and spin it off. I know they're working on a Game of Thrones spinoff right now as well, all about Jon Snow, Ugh. which is really. Just another Game of Thrones. It's the main character, right? When are they going to make a Silver Spoon spinoff mm, where Ricky ooh. Schroeder grows up and uh, tries to storm the Capitol? Like a Gilligan's <laughs> Island one where they're 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 leading their lives out of captivity. On a, you know, in they've, they've been on the island for 60 yes, years yes. and they're pissed. Yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake performed at the Something in the Water Festival in Washington, D.C. this weekend. That's what it's called. Something mm. in the water. Yeah. Do you ever look at the water in front of the uh, that, that reflection pool? Mm -hmm. Sure. Ugh. It's filthy. It's like algae and everything. Anyway, uh, and Twitter is mocking his dance moves. One person said he looked like quote a cross between a black uncle at a cookout and an, Ir an Irish river dancing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's too bad they had to use ethnicity to make their point. Why don't you just say that his Dance moves were awkward. 
because uh, people need to be creative and witty. I don't. I don't think they do on Twitter. I don't, I don't think they really do. George R.R. Uh, R. Martin, you're talking about Game of Thrones. Dave was inspired to kill off the characters in the Game of Thrones books by being a fan of Stan Lee's writing in Marvel comics, and it's okay if it makes fans angry. "Quote: If you're going to write about death, you should feel it." Ooh, that's actually a good point. Huh. But then, how do you how do you go back and edit if you if you've experienced death? Uh, I don't know. I answer that question. And that is your Hollywood tr- uh, trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. This is a public service announcement from Leah Hyundai and Enfield. Oh. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, not that I'm counting, but according to my estimates, I have approximately 3,371 days, 16 hours, and 10 minutes before I can retire from this godforsaken business. And while that seems like a long ways away, I can tell you this. I'm only going to retire once. I have a very strong suspicion that I won't be coming back. I don't care if you double my salary, give me keys to the executive washroom, give me a company car, and additional vacation time. I'm not coming out of retirement when it happens. In other words, I'm not going to become the radio version of Rob Gronkowski. Yesterday, in an Instagram post, Gronk announced he was not only retiring from the NFL for the second time, he spent a great deal of time thanking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. In the post, he went into a lengthy story about wanting to play for the Bucks as a kid. And what a thrilling dream come true it was to play for those guys and to win a championship. Oh, he goes on. In fact, I read it twice because nowhere in this announcement did he mention anything about the New England Patriots. Nothing. He didn't mention the Patriots, Robert Kraft, Foxborough, Bill Belichick, or the three Super Bowl championships that he won while he was here. He didn't even mention Rock 102 as a member of the Patriots Rock Radio Network. What the hell is that all about? It's almost as if he forgot that he was even here. Or the announcement was ghostwritten by Tom Brady, who couldn't bother to mention the Patriots when he announced his 30-day-long retirement. Believe me, 3,371 days from now, I'm going to mention all kinds of names. I'll be blasting out names and places like I'm puking up an entire Rolodex. Having Gronk ignore the Patriots is like ignoring your mother on Mother's Day. It's just plain wrong. Hopefully he'll correct the mistake when he comes out of retirement and does it all over again. Until that happens, I will continue to firmly hold on to my deep disappointment in this guy. Because that, my friends, is crap. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The Weber Kettle Grill is an archetype charcoal grill a weber gas grill fires up fast the big green egg can roast a chicken a traeger wood pellet grill can smoke an entire pork pork butt rockies is your grilling destination all the grills all the gear go to your neighborhood rockies ace hardware for more i'm back that's my view from the couch rock 102 springfield's classic rock uh, mostly cloudy today after the rain stops this morning and a high of 71 tomorrow. More rain and a little bit of sun with a high of 73. It's 60 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, to the best of our understanding, Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds will be joining us later on today. I don't know if he's going to have the cup with him. I really don't know. I uh, bought a bunch of dip and some chips <laughs> on the outside chance that he uh, shows up. But uh, we will see after 8 o'clock today. All right. And we can also dig into whether... Chips and dip is good for us to eat. 
when it comes to our health. There's all sorts of health news out there, you know, like coffee's good for you, coffee's bad for you, beer's good for you, beer's bad, you know, a certain amount of wine is good. You know, it seems like there are conflicting reports every day on this stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's a new health test out there, according to scientists in Brazil, and it will tell us whether we're nearly twice as likely to die within the next decade. So, first of all, this is conducted on middle-aged people. I don't know if any of us qualify. I might be an old-aged people. I don't know, Bex. You might be middle-aged. I'm, um, well, at 55, I think I'm uh, right, right. On the cusp? On the cusp. Yeah. Of, I mean, I used to be. Remember back in the old days when mm-hmm. 55 was considered to be a senior citizen? Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it is anymore. Uh, you're mm. 43? Yes. 43? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're middle-aged. You know, we're... We're your future. We're what you're facing. Yeah. Middle-aged, expecting that I would live to 80. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, the life expectancy has increased to almost that for men. Mm-hmm. Almost. So, yeah, you know, you could make it. Well, according to the internet, uh, middle age is between 45 to 65. Okay. So you're Ooh. actually not quite middle-aged. All right. All right. And, I'm the young pup. All right. So and, but and we are we are solidly middle aged, you and I both. I'm oh I'm barely middle aged. You're solidly middle aged. Well I would like to I would like to say uh when it comes to s- things that are solid, uh <laughs> I can't I can't claim that every single day. Yeah. Well anyway, this new research involves a test for ten seconds. All right. If middle aged people can stand on one leg for ten seconds. You're not going to die within the next decade, according to this research. Does it matter which leg? Doesn't say. We're going to do this. I, you know, I think we should we should maybe film it too. <clears throat> like, can we put it? I think it's be something because I know we were encouraged to put more stuff on the Facebook page. So I think oh, you know. Jesus. Well, we you know. <laughs> I just thought we were going to put pictures of food and yeah. You know, <laughs> well, we can do that too. All right, fine. We we're each going to have to like make you know. A little entry. Now, does it have to be 10 seconds in a row? Can I take five (laughs) seconds and sit down for a little while? Uh, You know what? Doesn't say anything about that. It's a good question. Scientists in Brazil saying the simple balance test should become part of a routine health check. Unlike aerobic fitness, muscle strength, and flexibility, your balance tends to stay relatively steady until you reach your 50s. Then it starts to wane rapidly. Now, um, would so, this have anything to do with, say, uh, an elderly person uh, falling down and breaking their hip? Because usually, you know, like a hip injury is usually a pretty bad thing for someone who's old. In other words, if they if they couldn't stand on one leg earlier in their life during their middle years, if they fell over during their later well, years, I mean, it would I, be a result. They could have avoided that. What I'm words. saying is yeah. would balance issues feed into that? Maybe. All right, well, so there you go. So I'm less worried about balance and more worried about, uh, you know, things that might be going on in my colon mm-hmm. or uh, or any other, well, uh, or, or a prostate. Or your heart. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to gotta worry yeah. about that one. So anyway, yeah, I mean, we could we could take the test, I guess. All right, I'll go first. Ready? Wait, we, wait, are we going to film it or not? No, we're not going to film it. You're not going to film it. All right, we're just fine. Gonna, we're just going to go 10 seconds. All right, fine. All, All right, right, ready? All right. You, got, yep. uh, you got a timer or you want Three, me to do it? Uh, we'll go. I, don't, Three, I don't really have a timer. Right, two, one, okay. go. All right, he's, oh, he's steady on his feet, isn't he? Look mm-hmm. at him. Yep, he's leaning, against, he's leaning against the counter, though. How are we doing? Uh, on? No, I know. I'm yeah, just kidding. That's 10 seconds right there. Oh, I can go 20. Okay. I can go 30. 
Well, you're, 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 you're going to have to. You're going to live forever. No, I'm not going to live forever. I'm going to die right. some stupid way. I always said that. All right, let me let me uh, let me see if I can do this. I'm going to put the, my stopwatch on because mm-hmm. you know at the at a certain age a stopwatch is necessary. Well, I'll count you down if you want. Right. Okay, there we go. Three, All two, right. one, go. See, I'm already two seconds in. Okay. All right. I'll give you credit. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Boom. I got 10 seconds. Wow. And you could have gone longer, too, I think. Oh, I could have gone all day. Now, did you guys use your, your dominant leg or your, you know, d- does it matter or not? I, I, use, I, I don't know. What I, both I, use my, I use my left leg. All right. All right. Ready? All right. Okay, go. Dave. Go. 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 See, this, this, is, this isn't fair. because Because, one, he's a former professional athlete. You know, if, if any one of us could probably... Right, let's see how long, you, if you, you can stand like that the whole show. Can... <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so none of us are going to die in no, 10 years. Apparently no, apparently not. Which, no. is, which is good, because I still have 3,371 days before retirement. Excellent. What, uh, what, kind, of, what kind of doctors came up with this? What, what is this? Uh, scientists in Brazil. Brazil. Yes. Brazil. You seen the health of some of those people? Well, I don't know. There's one of the, 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 they're the best soccer-playing nation in the world. So they got a lot of fit people playing soccer. All right, right. A lot of a lot of people with syphilis in in Brazil too. Well, yeah, and they're also probably getting drunk on the beach in Rio de Janeiro as well. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, none yeah. of them could probably stand up on on one foot. Yeah, they could probably barely walk one foot after another. They could probably barely pass a field sobriety test. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it does uh, say like, I do a lot of that. Uh, you know, that weightlifting stuff. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to like go that heavy. But you do need to be able to stand up when you when you get older. You're gonna be you're gonna need those uh, those glutes to get you up off the couch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so moving around, even if it's just taking a walk, you know, a, a, a light walk every day, yep. it's gonna uh, help your circulation and all that. It's a Noth- good, yeah. Nothing that uh, that has come out of your mouth in the last ten seconds uh, sounds appealing to me. Well, yeah, getting but, up, but, but taking I'm, a walk, yeah. using my glutes for anything more than it was meant for. Listen, after having, <laughs> you know, my mother, uh, she didn't move around. <clears throat> she didn't move around at all, and then she wound up having a stroke. Uh, who knows how long she would have lived a little bit longer if she had, you know, taken the dog for a walk a little bit further down the street every day it's just your, to kind of your mother stamina. moved plenty. You said. <laughs> Uh, New Jersey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I meant mean actual Westfield. physical activity. <laughs> physical activity. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. I got a buddy of mine who had a heart attack and a stroke years ago, and he vowed that day when he got out of the hospital to walk every day. And he died the next day. I wish I could say that. He's he walks every day, and he's been doing it for over ten years now, and, and, he, and, and he's fine. And and there's something to that. Yes. There's definitely something to that. You yeah. move, and you, you get your circulation going. My doctor told me if I start taking very good care of myself, I will get very sick and die. Listen, I got to tell you, uh, about a month and a half ago, I started doing, uh, you know, changing my diet and mm-hmm. the, the way eating things, mm-hmm. and I was complaining complaining to my trainer like the joints would hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. It's inflammation from all the crap that you put into your body. Sure. That's right. And you don't, I didn't realize how bad it was until you stopped doing that. And then, like, your body kind of resets itself. Yeah. And then it's, and it, like, I feel great now. I feel fantastic. Remember, I was telling you about the Liver King and this carnivore mm-hmm. MD. Basically, what those diets are are inflammation diets. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're meant to focus on. Inflammation. That's yeah. the thing that uh, that screws us all up is the inflammation. I used and to, I, and, and certain parts of my body, I, I kind of like to be inflamed. I used to have this thing <laughs> in my shoulder that was always it felt like a big lump, you know. Right. Because, but it was just fluid. It was just whatever. I just thought that was your head. 
No, no, no. That's uh, that that hurts too. Uh, but it was like it was like fluid or something, and now it's gone. Yeah. And I was like chalking it up to well, because I had COVID. Remember because I had COVID. Well, I won't lie to you, Steve. You become a real strapping piece of ass over well, there. Well, hey, look at me. Yeah, look yeah. at you. The, the, the weight issue is important. I've lost a, a few pounds over the last few months, and I my joints don't hurt as much. And by the way, my buddy who walks every day since his stroke and his heart attack also drinks unending amounts of Beck's beer. So. All I right. guess there's the good and the bad along All with right, that. But, but unfortunately, he's 755 miles away from his house. <laughs> That's right. Bags, so you want to lose 50 pounds of fat? Sure. Cut your head off. Ah, you I see what, what I did, did there? That's yeah. A, that's a fat and yeah. an ugly head joke. Well, hey, you know. <laughs> oh, very good. It's 623 with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. 628 and Lenny Kravitz with Back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Walk right in, walk right out, and then we don't know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Dave went. But anyway, it's going to be uh, rainy this morning and then uh, mostly cloudy for the rest of the day with a high of 71 tomorrow. Cloudy with a high of uh, 73 and some rain showers. It is 60 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, let's see. Nate Costa is supposed to be joining us after 8 o'clock today. And, of course, Tommy Cross will be joining us tomorrow as the uh, the Thunderbirds bring uh, Game 3 home. Tonight is Game 3 at the Mass Mutual Center. So you uh, you can get look get ready for that. Uh, and that, well, I have the this next bit if you want to do it. Um, yeah, right sure, yeah. absolutely. All Go right. ahead. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, oh, you're playing it too. Actually, it sounded pretty cool when you were both playing. It was, was it? <laughs> yeah. How about that? And now it's time for today. I learned. Today I learned that I can pull that uh, thing up when Dave's not in the studio <laughs> and I don't need him anyway. And by that thing, you mean the sound effect. The sound right? effect, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can pull that thing all day long right. after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, today I learned that giraffes di- don't we, we don't talk enough about giraffes, do we? We don't. Giraffes digest food by vomiting and redigesting food in their various stomachs, sometimes even vomiting it back into their mouths to be chewed more. Mmm. I'm going to try that with my chicken salad here in a few minutes. Ugh, I think I saw God. that on uh, Giraffe Tube on uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, Lobster I've tube. ever seen that. Are I know like sure? like the common housefly, before they ate food, mm-hmm. they, uh, they, uh, they vomit and then on the food, and then they eat the food. Ah. Mm. It's all the more reason to think uh, and to realize that houseflies are disgusting. Yeah, I'm really glad I chose the breakfast version of Today I Learned. Yeah, you did, you did good work here today. <laughs> uh, giraffes are, are, are kind of scary. I, we, I took the kids a couple of years ago to, uh, well, about four years ago, to uh, Bush Gardens mm-hmm. down in Tampa. Yep. Right. And they have that whole, like, safari thing that you went on. Yep. And uh, the giraffes, they give you, uh, I can't remember what the hell they give you to give them. It's some. They give you like a vegetable or something, and then the giraffe yeah. comes down into the back of the truck and then like, nom, 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 yep. and eats the thing. Yeah, right. Cranes its neck right in there. And, yeah. You know, yep. And they're just creepy. Yep. They got these big giant tongues on them, and they're mm-hmm. blue. Yeah. Or black. Weird tongues. Yeah. Oh, the, the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. It was, right. it was like ooh. I know it's gross. Ooh, yeah. yeah it's like, uh, and now you find out that they're. Now they the, all their stomachs yeah. are churning all over each other. Yeah. So uh, when that uh, when that giraffe licked my hand, uh, I got snowballed by the giraffe. <laughs> Enjoy your breakfast, everybody. Yes. And that is today I learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next, don't bet on orange or red anymore when it comes to the MBTA. Details straight ahead in the news on Rock 102.
The Free Music Friday concert series returns to MGM Springfield. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Bank ESB, a local bank that got convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's local, uh, I was going to say local radio icon, Steve Nagel. No, it's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Well, could West Springfield soon be known as Weed Springfield? Maybe. Town Council vote on the controversial proposal to allow retail marijuana establishments in West Springfield postponed till July 18th, but still ongoing. Residents voted against the legalization back in 2016. But there were some speakers at a meeting earlier this week expressing concerns about the health and safety of children, marijuana's risk as a, quote, gateway drug, and also the potential impairment of drivers and the dangers that would pose to the community in West Springfield. What a bunch of bull crap. You know, in every other community that's got a dispensary, mm-hmm. can they really cite any of those real problems, really, as it being a gateway drug or causing additional hassles? I don't, or you know, traffic concerns. I, I, I don't I, think it's any of that is true. I think most of it is correct. You're you're dead on on that, except the traffic incidents. I think that Colorado has had a rise in yes, in traffic incidents. They have, but it's also because people are using marijuana and alcohol in those traffic incidents. Okay. And, you know, I, I, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday because I was, I was hearing uh, about, uh, I don't know, some group was complaining about all the different names that they have for marijuana strains. Mm-hmm. And, ah, oh, this is uh, not good for children, uh, you know, calling something gummy bear weed or, or, or what, you know, it was all these different variations. And I'm like, how does the alcohol industry get away with all these crazy beer names that they come out with? You know, Fruit Loops and, you know, A10 Warthogs and any right. kind of, you know, mm-hmm. names well, for these things. And the, nobody comes down on them. The preposterous thing is, is that you got to be 21 to buy anything out of a dispensary, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if that stuff is available in the house, that's not the dispensary's fault. No, that's the that's person who owns the house. That's your fault for leaving it out for your kid to rifle right. through. The mayor of Weed Springfield, oh, West Springfield, Bill Reichelt, supports pot. He presented a survey that said he shows public opinion has changed and that residents are going to go elsewhere. And he argues that West Springfield should benefit. They're missing out on tax revenues. I like that faux Freudian slip you just did. Very comedy. Hmm. Very comedy. comedy. Comedy-esque. Comedy. Comedy Comedy-like. Comedy. (laughs) Comedy Comedy-like. Council president... Ed Sullivan saying he will make public for the town website later this week the next steps that residents can take to pursue a ballot question on this issue. I didn't know he was the council president now. Well, he can't he can't be uh, the chaperone for Will Reichelt for everything. He's got to do his own stuff. I, I just didn't r- realize that he got elected to the, that must be an elected position, I would imagine. I'm right? sure it is. I, I don't remember... Uh, well, being on the council's elected position, yeah. but being the, the the El Presidente is probably an appointed position. Yeah, El Presidente is the nickname for Dave Portnoy, who rates pizzas. We're going to get to that a little bit later on. He changed his rating on Ludlow's Casa Pizzeria. He, 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 he increased it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, there, there's something that goes along with that that we're going to get to later in the show. Uh, as for the the gathering online to talk about marijuana. Rules in West Springfield. There was another large gathering earlier this week in Longmeadow. People voicing their opposition to the proposed natural gas pipeline that Eversource wants to put in. So Eversource believes it's necessary. The residents of Longmeadow 
were up in arms about that and protesting yesterday outside Longmeadow Country Club. Neighbors stopped by, elected officials. As you imagine, the residents of Longmeadow don't want it. Eversource does want it. And State Senator Eric Lesser was there as well, opposing the whole thing. You know, this is a town that couldn't uh, couldn't contain themselves when a Papa Gino's wanted to move in. So if you think they're going to you know, yeah. squash you know, that kind of uh, development, say, 25 years ago, you think these people are ready for a gas line? Please. That's the kind of thing that East Long Meadow would welcome. And with the way Papa Gino's ran their business, they would have they were right. They were right to, to protest that. Because then we would have just had another empty storefront in Long Meadow. Well, yes, true, but that's not why they, they shut the uh the whole idea down. Hey, whatever happened with that Armada? Are they gonna rebuild that plaza over there, the Armada's Plaza? It's a good question. I honestly uh, don't know what's I, going on. I, I haven't been over there in, yeah. uh, since the fire. I drive by often on my way to and from Enfield, and uh, not much is going on there. So I did don't know. Did they demolish I, the whole building? Though? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. No, well, maybe they're just waiting for planning. That Iron Chef restaurant was so it damn was. good. Did they go anywhere? Because a lot of those businesses so. went. You know, they were. Uh, I don't know. It was a tiny, tiny little place, Mm -hmm. but oh my gosh, that food was good. Mm -hmm. A Holyoke man arrested yesterday morning around 1.30, allegedly breaking into a home on Center Street. Officers arriving, the suspect had left already and apparently had entered through a bathroom window that was accessible by a rooftop of the building. But they located the suspect's vehicle on Lyman Street and they attempted to conduct a routine traffic stop, but the driver... 33-year-old Kevin Jacino of Holyoke disregarded the officer, turned off his headlights at 1.30 in the morning, and drove off at a high speed. He was protected by a silver spoon. But now he just sucks his thumb and wanders by the banks of his own lagoon. Did anyone tell her? Did Did anybody see? (laughs) Yeah, Sunday's on the phone to Monday. But Tuesday's on the phone to me. All right, Lennon and McCartney. He said he'd always been a dancer. A little club downtown? 15 clubs a day. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. And she and thought it, she knew the answer. Well, I knew what she could not say. And so uh, he quit the police department, and he got himself a steady job. And though he tried his <laughs> best to help, <laughs> could not uh, steal. She could steal, but she could, could not, not rob. rob. And that is why it is so appropriate yeah. to your story. Next hour, a reading of Hey Jude by Bax and Steve. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, a propo- wait, wait a minute. What do you think the show is all about? <laughs> classic rock. Please. Quoting from one of our big classic rock songs. Good job, guys. Promoting the music. I like that. A proposed bill circulating in the Massachusetts House seeking to allocate $250 million for the East-West Trail, forging some major developments in the long-awaited project that would make it possible for Western Mass residents to easily commute to and from Boston. So <laughs> Boring. We're never going to get east-west rail. Hey, let's talk about this wrong-way crash on I-81. You got that one? Well, I was going to use it later on, but if you no, want to No, 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 no. Look ahead. how nasty this thing is. You get you got the story in front of you or no? Go ahead. A, uh, a state police trooper is being credited with protecting other drivers by using his cruiser to stop the wrong-way vehicle. Uh, earlier this month, this occurred on the northbound side of the highway in Bernardston on June 10th, but we're just finding out about it right now. Isn't 12 that 12 days, days later? later? According to 
State Police uh, Union Trooper Trombley from the uh, Shelburne Falls Barracks because apparently he doesn't have a first name either. Maybe that's maybe he's like Pele or Madonna. Maybe yeah. that's all he yeah, needs. Trooper Trombley yeah. uh, positioned his cruiser in the path of the wrong way driver to stop that vehicle. That is one of those things that I would never, ever want to do, but you would have to in that job to stop I, I knew a guy who a, a trooper who did that years ago right on the mass pike in westfield he stopped the guy going he had to crash into him to stop him that you know how scary that is mm-hmm. you realize and what it, would happen if we tried doing that with the station van and tried telling the boss we were trying to prevent uh at, like we, we we did it so that nobody else would get hurt yes so we'd never get away with that I don't know. We'd be paying for the van for months. We'd have our wages garnished and have to write a letter of apology to the company. Uh, the trooper and the wrong-way driver were both injured in the crash. The wrong-way driver has not been identified. Mm. I don't understand that. After 12 days, you're... Could it be a juvenile? I guess it could be, but usually they say, uh, due to the person's age, uh, you know, we can't release the name. Could but, be a radio personality. Who yeah. knows? Could be anybody. Well, they would protect a juvenile. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't necessarily protect an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Unless there's something crazy going on. Well, you could always just take the train, although not the orange or red line. You know, we were talking about how they had some failures there where the trains blew right through the station recently in Boston. Mm-hmm. Well, the MBTA has now pulled all orange and red line cars out of service because of battery failures. And those cars, by the way, built right in Springfield. And run by a Chinese-owned company called CRRC. Yeah, the one right on Connor Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I uh, were saying to go uh, to like uh, Oak Grove all the way down to Forest Hills in the Orange Line, I would not be able to do that. Not until they put those cars back into service and correct the, quote, battery failure. Now, could I take uh, the Green Line from Government Center down to Forest Hills instead? I don't know. Get Can't- out in uh, Arbor Way? Could you? Would there be a longer walk involved there, which actually well, could benefit your health, too? Uh, you're not going to walk the streets of Boston mm-hmm. from Oak Grove all the way down past, you know, Government Center. You know, get on the Green Line and head all the way down, you know, past, uh, you know, Back Bay or whatever, down to Forest Hills. Well, you wouldn't go down to Back Bay, but you know what I'm talking about. I'd go down to Back Bay. Not from the Orange <laughs> Line. Not from the Green Line, you wouldn't. <laughs> That's an Orange Line to ride right there. It's 644 with back Steve and Dave. There's your transportation report. We've got a mass hat coming up next on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print the cloudy for the rest of the day with a high of 71. Tomorrow, mix of sun and clouds, a few rain showers, and a high of 73. It's 60 right now in downtown Springfield. So a couple things. The uh, the daily podcast goes up every single day. So if you miss a show or a part of the show, you can always go back and review and listen to it whenever you damn well feel like it. Always available on rock102.com. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Baxi's musical podcast this week, my guest Malka Spiegel uh, from the band Minimal Compact, who uh, in the early 80s moved from uh, from Israel to Amsterdam and released a couple of really great albums. She's now got more music uh, that she has done with her uh, husband, Colin Newman, from the band Wire, my guest last week. And then next Monday, I'll be uh, interviewing uh, Buzz Osborne from the Melvins, a very influential band. Really cool interview, and that'll be available on rock102.com. The guy that walked on the moon? No, that would be uh, Buzz Aldrin, but I, I like what you're uh, where you're going with that. No, no, you're thinking of the character from Toy Story. That, no, uh, no, no, that's Buzz Lightyear. 
<clears throat> who, by the way, kissed a dude in that movie. The one that came out last weekend? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Buzz Lightyear's character kissed a dude. I had my suspicions. Not that there's anything wrong there's with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. Absolutely not. 652 with back Stephen Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Well, to go along with the wrong way driver that uh, Steve was talking about during news, this guy in Texas leading cops on a high speed chase through a golf course, not even on a roadway. 20 year old. Uh, where's his name? Gray Martinez. That's his name. Gray Martinez. And so he's running from the cops and thought he could lose them by driving onto a golf course. Was he at least staying on the cart paths? Didn't say. Golfers, by the way, were on the course at the time. They tried to help the cops by pointing in the direction where they saw the Range Rover take off. One of them got the whole thing on video. Maybe I'll post this for you. Pretty amusing. The guy in the Range Rover made it across the course, but then crashed into a nearby neighborhood. Police say he had an assault rifle on him as well and tried to ditch it after the crash. Then, while they were arresting him, he spit on one of the cops. That's just disrespectful. Not as disrespectful as uh, driving off the car paths or you know, not, uh, not picking up your divots. The uh, 20-year-old driver also had a 19-year-old kid in the passenger seat. And he got arrested later on. They found him at home in his parents' swimming pool and arrested him right there in his bathing suit. Look at that. At least he was wearing the bathing suit. Yep. So this guy, Gray Martinez, by the way, was supposed to be in court. He's the driver that was busted. He was supposed to be in court the same day for a different high-speed chase that happened in December. He's now facing fresh charges for spitting on the cop, evading arrest, and other charges as well. It sounds like something that maybe his parents should be responsible for. Even though he's 20, mm. I guess in essence he's an adult. He was also cited for not wearing a collared shirt on a golf course. Really? And gambling at Bushwood, too. <laughs> gambling is not welcome at Bushwood. It's illegal at Bushwood. This guy driving down the course yelling, uh, kiss my putt as he's driving down, uh, you know, yelling out the window. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I don't know if he was. But he probably is the kind of driver who yells at golfers when he drives by any course. I get that all the time. When I'm playing golf. You get that or, or dudes laying on the horn, because that's yeah. a funny gag, too. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. I could care less what noise is going on around me. I don't... Eh, hell, that's true. My guess is if someone does that to you, you'll get as pissed as everybody else nope, does. No, I don't care, honestly. Really? <laughs> doesn't matter at all, because, you know, the same guy I quoted earlier who had the heart attack and the stroke and who walks every day for the last 10 years and drinks unending amounts of Beck's beer, he talks... When any of us are playing, and he talks during his own backswing. So if I can get used to that, I can get used to any noise Jesus, going on. Jesus. That, suddenly, I could see myself not being able to golf with him anymore. Is that right? I oh, did, yeah. I did the horn thing last week when I drove by Tacoa. <laughs> Great fun. Yeah. Was a dude in his backswing? It was a chick. <clears throat> oh, was a chick in her backswing? And back then she swing? did this, like, uh, Karen look at me, like... Mm-hmm. You jerk. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But yet you're the one laughing and driving oh, away. Oh, I'm laughing. Uh, Great fun. Very mm-hmm. satisfying, I'm sure. It is. Good job. 655 with back Steve and Dave. We're going to have Nate Costa, we think, later on, we think maybe with the Calder Cup, the we'll owner see of the, about that. the Springfield Thunderbirds expected to join us. And we got the 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Where do you listen to Rock 102? 
And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Woodfire Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'm no attorney, but in my untrained and possibly reckless legal opinion, a person's guilt or innocence is rarely determined by your ability to write a check. Just because I'm willing to settle out of court doesn't mean that I'm not a low-life dirtbag. It just means that I have enough money in my checking account to ensure that you're not going to bring me to court where I might have to answer to my inappropriate behaviors. Because that's how our legal system works. Yesterday, Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson allegedly settled 20 of the 24 sexual misconduct cases against him. The four that remain could still go to court after the NFL season is over. The details of these settlements remain sealed, although last month it was reported that all 24 plaintiffs were offered at least $100,000. However, many of them turned that settlement down based upon the restrictions they would have to abide by in the confidentiality agreements they were presented with. What the uh, final numbers looked like, I couldn't tell you. All I know is there will be many people who will say that these women were just in it for the money, to which I would argue is a total horse crap argument. Because it's also very likely that each of these women didn't want to endure the humiliation and unfair scrutiny that these cases often create for the victim. Because that's the direction that some of these cases often go. Meanwhile, the NFL, who apparently sees themselves as some sort of criminal investigative unit, says that they are close to wrapping up their investigation into these complaints against Deshaun Watson. Again, writing 20 checks doesn't mean that he didn't demand sex acts, that he didn't expose himself, or that he didn't make lewd suggestions to these 24 women. It just means that he has enough money to avoid a civil trial. These are the sorts of things that you can do when the Cleveland Browns sign you to a $230 million guaranteed contract. Listen, I'm far more willing to believe in his guilt than I am about his innocence because at the end of the day, you're still talking about 24 women who are virtually claiming the same exact story. And that sort of suspicious consistency just doesn't go away because you have a balanced checking account. But hey, end of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Toro, Toro makes a damn good lawnmower. So does Craftsman. Then there's Ego, the battery-powered mower. Steel makes chainsaws that run on gas and battery. Rocky's is your outdoor power headquarters with mowers, blowers, trimmers, and chainsaws all available at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm Bax. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Springfield's Classic Rock at 710. And Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Rain should be done by now, but maybe there's some lingering sprinkles somewhere in the area. But they should be done by sometime now, around now, and heading up to highs in the low 70s today with a mixture of sun and clouds. Yes. There's a uh, chance that Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds will be here after uh, 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of going back and forth a little bit as far as uh, if, in fact, he's going to be here. I'm going to guess he's good for his word and that he will be here, possibly with the Calder Cup. And? Which I'm looking to uh, soak my feet in. Yeah. Well, then you're not going to use the dip and the chips you were talking about. No, I ate them in the last break. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yesterday, I had a a friend uh, that I haven't seen in a few years, uh, a college roommate of mine, Mm -hmm. who uh, said he was in town. And uh, he said, hey, uh, you mind if I stop over? So I said, yeah, come on. I came over to my house uh, yesterday afternoon. And, uh, you know, it's funny, all the things that we used to do together right, back in the day, right, hood rat stuff, if you will, mm-hmm. sure, uh, is no longer the case. You start realizing, like, how old you're getting when you're, you know, this guy's sitting on my front porch and we're, uh, we're chit-chatting about 
you know, life in general and <clears throat> things like that. And then uh, we get into this discussion about uh, washing machines and which the best kind to use. <sighs> and, and I'm like, wow. what? Washing machines? Well, I mean, you you kind of you talk about you, it, we were talking about appliances mm-hmm. and uh, and things like that mm. and uh, the line uh, you should see the load this one takes mm. means com- uh, has a completely different meaning than it did twenty years ago when right. we were going to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have seen the load this one takes. You know, uh, about a month and a half ago, mm-hmm. uh, I got together with some uh, some high school friends uh, of mine. A uh, buddy of mine was up uh, from uh, from Washington, and we all got together, like six of us sitting around a table, and we're all having this discussion about uh, our various health issues, and we've all got them. Everyone's got them, and I mean, like, and we're going around the table, and we're telling them what's uh, you know, what's going on with us, and mm-hmm. and I and at one point I stopped the conversation. I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you freaking people listening to us right now?" We're like an old bunch of elderly people mm-hmm. sitting around the old home talking about how our lumbago has has, uh, has flared yeah. up. Listen to us. These are not the conversations we had when we were young and drunk. Yeah, yeah. lumbago, by the way, is a, 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 an affliction that sounds like a food to me somehow. I don't know why. See, but... I always thought lumbago was the forbidden dance, and that turns out not oh, to be the case. That too. Yeah, and I had the same. I'm ex- sorry, that was the lumbata. Yeah, I was mistaken. Uh, I had the same experience with my. High school friends who would be now my age, early 60s, one of them is going into an old folks' home. And the other guys involved in the group text are like, what are you, giving up? And I got to say, I mean, really? Well, I mean, is, oh. he, is he doing it because he wants three hots and a cot and a nice atmosphere? Or is he, uh, or does he have, like, physical ailments that prevent him from getting care anywhere else? He has no physical... This guy is, is in some of the best physical condition I've ever seen a guy at that age. Yeah, but what, what do you mean by old folks, homie? Are you talking about, like, an assisted living place? Or I, are you talking about one of these, like, retirement communities where, you know, uh, what's the place over in Wilbraham that... Uh, I took the kids one time to go see a Mardi Gras band out there. Man, that was fantastic. And in uh, 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 oh god, it's, um, it's not Wingate. It's a, it's another one. It's yeah, another one. But it's this beautiful, beautiful place. And it's, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like they offer. I think they offer some assisted living there, but yeah. for the most part, it's just elderly people living there uh, because it, it's an. It, they get they have cafeteria, and you know you're you're getting all the meals like you just said, the three yeah. hots and the cot kind of thing. And it's like an all-inclusive apartment thing, and it's right. it's basically people looking after you in case something were to happen, they they could take care of you. Well, not just that. Maybe you got built-in friends your age too. Yeah, you know, yeah. a community, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're, not, you're not talking necessarily about a like a. I mean, you're talking about like a retirement I, community as opposed to an actual facility where everyone's in a cafeteria he, and you know you're drooling. He did not specify, so that's why all the guys are all over him. Like, what are you giving up? So I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't know, man. I, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily given up. To me, it's like at a certain age, you yeah. look at what's going on. You say, hey, you know what? This doesn't seem so bad. A lot of single ladies in this place. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have to mow lawns and like no. you know do maintenance no. on everything. You just uh, you go to an apartment and uh, you keep to yourself. And how loud? I mean, it's probably the most peaceful place you could be. Yeah, like, you're not going to get the loud neighbors. Yeah, my wife and I are already ta- already talking about like uh, you know condo living. Yeah, you know, living in a condo, so we don't have to do all that maintenance and stuff, right? But I know that the the condo is like the the next to last step, right? Because the next step beyond that, yeah, 
is your assisted living center. You know, and frankly, I'm not frightened by that at all. You know, just because you live in an assisted living place or a senior center or an adult community doesn't mean you're not going to have noise and misbehaving going on. A buddy of mine's wife's parents live in one of those places that's a senior living place there, mm-hmm. and he got busted taking a leak outside in view of everybody where he was letting it hang out. So he was actually busted for indecent exposure really? and was thrown out of the community. He mm-hmm. was like a whole kangaroo yeah. court over there. Yeah. That's how you get thrown out of a senior living exactly community. Right. You expose yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you couldn't chalk that up to, I'm an old man, I'm confused. Yeah, I didn't realize this wasn't a toilet. No, he chalked it up to, hey, I had to go. <laughs> you know, my bladder, I had to go. Well, well that's that, fine that, if you have to go, but at least yeah. try to go where a place where nobody's going to see you. Right. Right. You know, but to your point, though, Steve, it's funny how as you get older. Yeah. You know, I mean, in your youth, you don't even think about any of these things. You don't you don't think about, well, what's it going to cost me to get a new dishwasher? You know, you don't think yeah. about that kind of stuff. You start, you think about you know, how can I donate my plasma for beer money? You know, that's the kind of thing <laughs> right. you talk about when you're in your 20s. But when you're in your 40s, then it's about, you know, home repair, appliances, how much it's going to cost you to get the, a plumber to the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you're our age, like you know, me and Dave over here, you know, we talk about, yeah, how's your, what's your, what's your, uh, what's your, uh, what are your level, what are your blood levels telling you? You know, I, you know, are, are you, how's your, how's your sugar? You mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. We talk about health, yeah, yeah, health issues, health issues yeah. all the time. That's you. the only commonality we have anymore. Life changes and you, you got to roll with it. It's, and uh, it's so true. Is that an REO song? Uh, yeah, ro- yeah, you gotta roll, roll with the, the changes. changes. Yeah, you're absolutely so right. So I, uh, you know, we're we're just sitting there, and uh, I'm like, all right, man, I gotta take my kid to piano lessons. I'll see you later. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was just like, uh, you know, that was the yeah. end of the conversation. There, it, we, 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 him and I, have really never had a lot in common. The only thing we had in common that made us friends was the third roommate that we had. Right. Because he was so disgusting that we immediately bonded going, get a load of this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that guy, I actually have a picture of that guy's bed. We took it at the end of the semester. Yeah. He never washed his sheets, and he had a perfect outline of dirt where his body laid mm-hmm. on the bed. Like crime scene tape. It was tape. disgusting. <laughs> it was so gross. You do go through a period, though, that yeah. one of the things that you, you discuss a lot and uh, and uh, you know, I had a college roommate. Uh, we got together one time, and we did the same exact thing. We only talked about the only thing we got around to talking about were all the activities that our kids were into. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Never, we never did any reminiscing or what? You had to walk down memory lane. And, it was and, always about oh, your kid, your kids in soccer. How many and, games a week they playing? And this was probably the first conversation. Him, yeah. You know, we see each other every you know three or four years or so. Right. You know, I that, that was the guy. Remember, I told you I ran out of gas going to his house. Yes. You yes. know, a mile away from his house, uh, I ruined the surprise because mm-hmm. I didn't stop at a gas station to get gasoline. This is that guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was uh, that guy. But we didn't uh, we didn't talk once about college. About You're right. It, it, it's like the conversation completely changes and we're just talking about, yeah, I went to Stop and Shop yesterday. Mm-hmm. I get uh, 200 gas points, which means I can get 20 cents off a gallon right now. Good deal. Like, it's so boring. <laughs> it's like the last, like the, the, the college uh, reunion I went to a couple years ago. And this was only like, you know, three or f- three or four years ago. You, know, you got all these 50-year-olds, you know, you're drinking beer. Yeah. You know, they haven't seen uh, each other in, you know, huh. 
30 years, and the only thing they're talking about is how they can save money yeah. on on car insurance and, and yeah. uh, you know, on, on, on prescription drugs. It's like, man, what has become of us? Well, it's like uh, those significant life stages that you go through when, you know, you're 16, you get your license. When you're 18, you can buy tobacco for the first time. When you're 21, you can finally buy alcohol. And then what do you got? Oh, 25 when my insurance rate goes down. But but once you hit 30, those conversations yeah. go right down into the toilet. Absolutely. Man. And then the cruel reality of drinking, by the way, is once you get to our age, you could have all the candy you want. You could afford all the beer you want, all the booze you want. And you don't want any you of it. You don't want it. You can't handle it. Hey. Because well, <laughs> it might affect my sugar. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we, we used to collect the cans. <laughs> from everybody else on the floor in the dorm mm-hmm. in order to afford the six-pack that we didn't have money for, and it was Genesee Ice. Nice. We yeah. use our empty cases for furniture. That's yeah, what we that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we do, do that, too. The, the, uh, the, uh, the Bush Light had those, and, and a lot of the beer companies had. They sold different bottles in the bars. Like, they were long-neck bottles yeah. in the bars. And they came and in it, those heavy cardboard crates. The mm-hmm. very uh, heavy. And they don't make those anymore. Nope. No. They don't, and I don't know. Maybe they do for, like, micro breweries or something. But I've never, I haven't seen those in, in forever. And those were awesome. We had coffee tables, couches. <laughs> and you just kind of piece them together and you put a blanket over it. You got yourself a couch. Better than Ikea without the Allen wrenches. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was so much fun to <laughs> yep. empty those cases out to build your furniture. <laughs> We're like the Amish back then. Yeah. It's 721 with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Rock 102's classic rock summer is driven by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham. Experience the... Healthy from COVID-19, they played last night in Milan. I'm sure all of you saw the show. Uh, and got back in time to hear yeah. you say that? No, I don't think so. No? I don't think. Really? We got the supersonic uh, SSTs and all that kind of business now. Or is that STD? I forget what it well, is. In, in the Rolling Stones case, it's probably a little bit of both. Yes, right. Nagel Mind Your Business, a new podcast exclusively on rock102.com. Listen, listen each week as uh, Steve sits down with local business owners to find out the real stories behind their businesses. Uh, I believe episode two went up yesterday. Number two. Very, very good. Exclusively on rock102.com, Springfield's Classic Rock. Giddy up. We got news next to Rock 102. The Free Music Friday concert series returns to MGM this Friday. It's going to be La Mix, June 24th with Classic R&B. 731. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Mention Rock 102 and save $2,500 off the cost of labor during Yankee's Home. Yankee Home's Thank You America sale going on now through July 4th. Call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102 all month long. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Got Western Mass pot and food news for you. First of all, on the pot front in West Springfield, a town council vote on the controversial proposal to allow retail marijuana establishments has been postponed. Now, residents had voted against legalization back in 2016 because they were worried about marijuana's risk as a gateway drug. They were worried about impaired drivers. They were worried about the health and safety of children. They were also worried about the image that cannabis would bring to the town of West Springfield. Yes, look how it smeared Springfield and Holyoke and Northampton and East Hampton and all the other communities that have it. And added to the bottom line in those communities with great tax revenues, that's what Mayor Will Reichelt of West Springfield is saying. He supports pot for his town, and he presented a survey that shows how public opinion has changed. Council President Ed Sullivan says he's going to make it public so that folks can actually respond to a ballot question on this subject. Well, and I think it, you know, time has proven 
since 2016 when they turned this down, mm-hmm. that all the many problems that were cited way back then mm-hmm. have not really materialized. And in fact, it's actually helped some communities because of the tax revenue, but also because, you know, it's it's not just, you know, dope smoking reefer zombies that are going to these things. It's mm-hmm. people who need help, people who are you know, ill and, and uh, are using it for medicinal purposes, well, recreational too, but it's yeah. like, but you know, a lot of people are going there because there's benefit to them to, to obtain this stuff. Yeah. How many people I want to know, cause I don't know the stats who are in need of it as a health issue go and purchase recreationally. I don't know the stats on that, but that's well, an interesting question that you raised. If you've got the medical marijuana card, mm-hmm. you're not going to go and spend the extra taxes and fees on the recreational stuff. It's much cheaper to have the the medical card than it is to buy it, you know, recreationally. Sure. All right, so we move from pot to food. Dave Portnoy, the founder of Barstool Sports, and we talked about it earlier this week, and I think as recently as yesterday, he gave his pizza ratings to a couple of local establishments, including Red Rose, and also to Ludlow's Casa Pizzeria. A place that I think, Bex, you say you'd never even knew of. Before. Uh, no, I, I have heard of this. Uh, my wife reminded me that we had, we had talked about this place because their their hours are very very limited, and they shut down for two months during the summertime. Mm-hmm. But apparently, these the the pizza is supposed to be spectacular. Well, it's pretty damn good, according to Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy, who does his one-bite pizza reviews all over the place. He gave a 7.9 out of 10 to Red Rose, and he initially had given a 7.7 to Ludlow's Casa Pizzeria, but he changed his vote, and then he posted a video, and he made a little mistake, and here's the mistake that he made on audio on YouTube. We are at Casa Pizzeria in Ludlow. I've never been to Ludlow. I have now been to Ludlow. So they do 10 different styles. Ludlow, according to a Harvard graduate, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. Well, he's never been out this far west before. So <clears throat> yeah, but really, it's would, all you new pr- to him. would you pronounce Co- it Lao? Cocaine does a hell of a thing to your body. <laughs> <laughs> That explains why well, he's eating all the pizza, maybe. He, he does have some uh, dubious he, things in his past, yeah, that's has, for sure. He has, a little, he has a few issues. Once again on the mispronunciation. We are at Casa Pizzeria in Ludlow. I've never been to Ludlow. I have now been to Ludlow. Three times with the mispronunciation. You sure he wasn't doing it like I say Westfield State? Or maybe. was he just being... No, because uh, you're the only person in the world that says uh, Westfield State. I don't believe I am. I believe uh, all the people I graduated with also say the same thing. I've never known of... <laughs> I've never known of the word L-O-W to be Lao, except in one case back in central New York, where we used to live, there was a town called Lauville, yeah. and it was spelled L-O-W-ville. Well, when you're uh, when you're not from an area, mm-hmm. you tend to, you know, I mean, when I worked at the uh, the railroad years ago, the when our company was taken over by a southern company, mm-hmm. and then uh, I worked in Worcester, but they, like... It didn't matter. It was like a year that they owned the company, and these people were still calling it Worcester. It's just, it, it's not, it, if you don't live here, you don't understand the pronunciations of things. There right. was a perfect example of that was when I was back in college, we had this radio broadcast guy telling us about how he was out in Michigan, and they, somebody was doing a story about Westover Air Force Base, and and the, the broadcaster said, Chicopee, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, I mean, you you, you can't really, yeah, but you, know, you know. But there are some regional dialects that uh, the that can pronounce certain things, and others that that cannot. 
you realize that like anybody outside of Rhode Island pronounce uh, pronounces it Pawtucket as opposed to what it's supposed to be, Pawtucket. which is Pawtucket. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. But it was oh, uh, they've assigned him to Pawtucket. No, Pawtucket. He's, been, he's gone to Pawtucket. Uh, I get it. I, there's a guy I see every once in a while, and he gives me so much crap for what I say, East Longmeadow. Oh, because I know. it's supposed yeah. to be East Longmeadow. Uh, hmm. Really, really, you're putting uh, the accent on the wrong. Uh, the uh, yeah, wrong it's not Longmeadow. It's Longmeadow. Well, I just think if you looked at the word L O W. And if you were going to take a stab at it, it'd be low. Just that's what I'm saying. Like, well, you know if, what? If, if you don't know, then you you go with what the odds would suggest. If you're a coked out fraud, maybe you'll pronounce it that way too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got some other food stories going to get to, and now hear this in about ten or fifteen minutes, and you're going to love them. But in the meantime, changes are coming to the Massachusetts seal and motto. The state commission reviewing the state seal and motto meeting yesterday about what modifications residents could see in the future. This commission to decide what the seal and the motto are going to look like, made up of state lawmakers, Massachusetts tribe members, representatives for the state commission on Indian affairs and other agencies. So you guys know what the seal and the flag is? The Native American uh, guy with Mm -hmm. with, a spear he's got or something? Yes. The indigenous person, I'm quoting, the indigenous person standing under an arm wielding a sword. The motto of the Bay State, translated from Latin, is, quote, by the sword we seek peace, but peace only under liberty. So you're going right. to have a change to all of that at some point in the future. I don't mind the motto. That doesn't bother me so much. What but, else would you call an indigenous person, though? Uh, either a Native American or something else. But, right. you know, if we uh, if we feel like we got to change the... Uh, the seal, you know what? I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep if it if it, uh, if it goes away. I don't even know if we really need a seal. I think we just need a stick figure bent over with a gas nozzle uh, from behind. Okay. There you go. You know, that yeah. would be uh, appropriate. Well, sure. Unless they relieve the gas tax here shortly. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. Yeah, that's not going to make a difference. Hey, you want to live on a lighthouse? Mm, no. No. I'd rather buy beer at Lighthouse Liquors right here in East Longmeadow. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for somebody to live on an island that's a, a mile and a half off the North Shore and maintaining and managing the lighthouse for the town of Salem. Apparently, the previous lighthouse keeper, done with the whole deal, but loved every minute of it, according to the report here. That couple plans to sail to Maine next summer, so they're looking for somebody for next summer to manage that lighthouse. Just for the summer? Well, or they're like permanently because they're leaving next summer. And it's it's like a certain number of months that you have to live there. And by huh. the way, it's a volunteer position. What about the rest of them? Who watches the who's watching the lighthouse? Good question. Nobody's like watching it. Here's a, it's a volunteer position so yes. you don't get paid for it. Correct. Yeah, the uh, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics <laughs> says that the average national uh, national salary for a lighthouse keeper is forty six thousand six hundred eighty dollars a year. Really, you're getting jacked by taking that position. There could be a lawsuit involved. You could get some money out of the deal. I think it should be a paid job. Mm-hmm. You're you're. It's not like you're not working. You're making sure yeah. that that ships don't run aground. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm, I expect to get paid for that kind of work. Well, if you're interested in applying for the position that gives you no money, you can send your applications to Ryan C. at EssexHeritage.org. 
God, can you imagine working in an industry where they woefully underpay their employees? Yeah, I've never been at a place like that, ever. I would never take a job like that. No sarcasm here. Hey, Congerman Lake in Southwick, Firefly Fields Farm has become a popular destination for families looking for a new attraction or to get away from the stress of everyday life. The Firefly Fields Farm, primarily known for its goats and goat milk products, but they also have chickens, rabbits, pigs, sheep, and horses, everything except cows. Cats and rats and elephants, as sure as you were born? And maybe a unicorn, I don't know. The farm offers visitors a variety of animals that they can see and pet, and it operates year-round, unlike the lighthouse that we just mentioned. And it's open to the public Tuesdays from 9 a.m. to noon and Fridays from 4 to 7. So something to do with the family. Suppose I try to, to do, do all my uh, my heavy petting on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Well, that's something between you and your wife, right? I don't know about that. Just saying. Mm-hmm. He's married. There's no heavy petting anymore. <laughs> no. Well, that's sad. It's more <laughs> like yelling from the other room when are you going to take that trash out, you lazy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and in Holyoke, sort of par for the course... Tuesday morning around 1.30, that would be yesterday, while we were getting ready to wake up and come to work, uh, apparently a guy broke into a home on Center Street entering through the bathroom window that was accessible by a rooftop building. The suspect's vehicle was shortly located after that on Lyman Street with him in it. Officers attempted to conduct the traffic stop, but 33-year-old Kevin Jacino of Holyoke disregarded the officer, turned off his headlights, and drove away at a high speed. 1.30 in the morning. See, I sing the Joe Cocker version in my head when I uh, whenever I hear that. Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah, I don't uh, I don't automatically go to the Beatles. I go to the Beatles. Coming in the bathroom window. Straight to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Cocker. That guy had a set of pipes on him. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. We're talking about his voice, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And some pipes, and too. And some pipes. Just too. curious. It's 742 with back Steve and Dave. We have lots to get to and now hear this, including State Senator Eric Lesser and also a couple of different food items that you guys will find interesting. Plus, somebody on America's Got Talent actually had a little talent last night. We'll hear from him as well. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Wendy's new Strawberry Frost 60. Right now in downtown Springfield. 747 with back Stephen Dave. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102. With back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Massachusetts State Senator Eric Lesser on that proposed Longmeadow pipeline from Eversource. I would much rather see us investing in alternative forms of energy, whether that's wind, whether that's solar, ways we can power homes and provide energy to people in a renewable way. So he's against it. Funny guy, huh? Mm-hmm. Folks of Longmeadow against it, but of course, Eversource maintaining this is necessary to put in. Who's yes. going to win? Eversource. Um, the people of Longmeadow. <laughs> oh. They've got more money. Ooh. Mm, I don't know about that. Interesting. <clears throat> we got a battle on our hands. Yeah. Then. Yeah. We, we, we may have to throw down. Yeah, I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> Bill Cosby didn't win. He had a lot of money. I know. They had to put that I, pipeline just, right through his property. Just saying. Clip number two. KFC. By the way, is it Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore, or is it officially now just KFC? I know Dunkin' Donuts went to just Dunkin'. Did KFC? I don't know if they ever went through a, a legitimate name change like that. Every time I see them now, it's KFC instead of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Anyway, they've introduced a new type of utensil 
to eat their side dishes. Here's an ad. Are you tired of eating sides with a slippery spoon? Do you wish all your KFC favorites could be finger licking? Well, now they can be. Introducing KFC Finger Sporks, our revolutionary new eating device that makes everything finger licking good. This is not a parody commercial. They actually have plastic finger sporks, which kind of look like finger puppets. You mm. slide them onto your fingers yeah, yeah. and you dig into the food. I'm looking at them now. Man, I bet the colonel is rolling around at his grave right now. Right. And look what they've done to my nice place. Yes. These are going to be collector's <laughs> items before <laughs> I long. I don't think so. I don't think I don't uh, I don't see it working out. Uh my friend has a daughter who's an adult now and as a kid she used to do something with her fingers too. Oh my god. Are we going to get into something really gross? No. Well, it's it isn't it isn't. I mean, you guys have all done the thing with the maybe the olives on your fingertips and yeah. eating them up. My dad my son used to do that all the time. Right. Well, this girl when she was younger used to put ziti on her fingers and then mm. dip those into the spaghetti sauce. I've never heard of that before. And then Interesting. Eat, then eat the ziti off of her fingers. That sounds kind of fun. So maybe she would like the finger spork at KFC. There's a couple of other food items for you guys here. One of them is a really bad idea, kind of like the finger spork. It's the new <clears throat> French sickle. French is partnering with a Canadian company to create a ketchup popsicle. Described as, quote, perfectly yeah. savory with a hint of salty sweetness, the new French sickle will be available in Canada. You know, I like ketchup like the next guy. Uh, yeah, I got, uh, uh, in fact, I ate, uh, my, a good deal of ketchup. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't need it to be frozen in the form of a popsicle. I, I, don't I just see, need to be yeah. able to, I can't, I, what am I supposed to do? You, you wait till it melts before I can use it on my fries? <sighs> I don't see how these are going to sell. Years ago, uh, I was at a barbecue, and um, this young boy who was a son of my friend uh, was uh, was enjoying one of his uh, favorite ketchup sandwiches. You just okay. uh, get a bun and uh, pork ketchup. Yeah, kids are kids. You know, they're going to do what they do. Sure. Right? And uh, this kid uh, had uh, ketchup all over his fingers, and I had this beautiful uh, white polo shirt that I had just purchased. Uh -oh. Sure. And uh, he he holds up his hands and and goes eh, and I said don't do it, do not do it, and he did it anyway. He did it anyway. Oh. So I had these two uh, ketchup stains, and in that uh, in that moment of uh, of reaction, I uh, I pushed the young man of seven <laughs> years old to the ground <laughs> out of anger. Justified. No, well, uh, yeah, but they're but they're but, in a different weight class. But it's like I'm like. Uh, like I, it was one of those things that you, like I immediately felt horrible about. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know I had to apologize to the mom and uh, uh, and just yesterday that boy laid mulch in my yard. Can you imagine that? Really? He's uh, he's all come at of, you uh, with mulchy hands. 20, uh, he's 19, 20 years old now, and he's uh, you know see he did, he forgot he forgot all about. It. He doesn't even remember that incident probably I'd, because I'd, I knocked the memory out of him when I pushed him to the ground. I'd rather have the ziti fingers than uh, <laughs> than ketchup stains all over my bright yeah. brand new shirt. But see, if I hadn't pushed him into the ground, he wouldn't be the hard worker he is today. There you yeah, go. That's yeah. right. He's just trying to get my approval. He owes his life to you. <laughs> As for the ketchup popsicle, that French. French's mustard is coming out. Is French? Did they even make ketchup? By the way, they do, make they make they all make the condiments. Yeah. Do they? 
Well, in any case, they should owe Chris Farley and David Spade a debt of gratitude. Don't call me worthless. I'm trying my best. I'm not my dad. That's right. You're not your dad. He could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Ketchup popsicle? Yeah. Yeah. Way back when. Tommy boy. Wow. How about that? How about that? Right? That's thinking ahead. I guess that was clip number three. I'm not sure how that rates. <laughs> and um, one other thing about food, by the way, Krispy Kreme is selling donut-flavored ice cream now at select stores. Nothing wrong with that. In North Carolina, South Carolina, and other parts of the South. Krispy Kreme ice cream. Donut-flavored ice cream. What do they think of next? Yeah. What a great idea. Yeah. And and one but thing... That's not even, like, innovative. No, like, not really. I mean, but, no. but I'll take it. Yeah, better than the ketchup popsicle. And, by the way, I forgot, when we were talking about Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports mispronouncing Ludlow. We are at Casa Pizzeria in Ludlow. I've never been to Ludlow. I have now been to Ludlow. So they do 10 different styles. And he had initially given them, I said, a 7.7. He did up that to a 7.9. Right. Because the owner, Jimmy Casapiziolo. Okay. Anyone? Bueller? Casapiziolo? He requested an autograph from Dave Portnoy. So Portnoy's like, all right, I'll give you the autograph, and I'll even give you two-tenths So more. his ego can be stroked for a, for a better score? Apparently. That's ridiculous. Did he uh, sign it in cocaine? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to go, to, go, to, go <laughs> stop over to Casa, Casa Pizzeria and check it out. In, this in, guy let me do lines off his pizza table. I was all happy about that. Just a quick trip to Ludlow. And you can find out for yourself. Clip number, I don't know how many I've done already. It's a comedian on America's Got Talent. And he had a new twist on impressions. I can teach you how to do Ryan Reynolds. But first, you have to do Jim Carrey's voice. Just imagine yourself as a giant Canadian bird. Hi there, judges. Uh, I have some voices for you. <laughs> Take that Canadian bird down to a sexy whisper, and you have Ryan Reynolds. I have some voices for you, judges. <laughs> I hope you enjoy them. Okay, here's how to do Seth Rogen's voice. Take Santa Claus's laugh. Ho, ho, ho. Now imagine Santa Claus eats a different kind of cookie. <laughs> this is a crazy job. I just slide down chimneys and I deliver packages to kids and eat their cookies. <laughs> now you can do that. Not bad, Justin Ruppel teaching us how to do impressions. There you go. There you Actually, have it. Doing pretty good ones, too. He's from America, and he's got talent. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember Tom Cotter was beaten by dogs. Do you Just have you to that. bring that up yes, every I, single time? Every time we talk about America's got, America's got Talent, our friend Tom Cotter got beaten by dogs who didn't even realize they were in a competition. Our other friend just showed up, Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds. I see a here. cup out there. Oh, Better bring out the dip. Big cup. All right. We're going to hopefully meet the Calder Cup and talk to Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds next hour. And we've got the 102-second sports straight ahead on Rock 102. Tology website. The following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Yo, it is 8 a.m. on Rock 102. The rain should be subsided by now, although there might be a few sprinkles in the area, and we're going to have highs near 80 today with a mixture of sun and clouds. The weather brought to you by Aquapump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102 second sports on Rock 102. 
Your Springfield Thunderbirds and their Chicago Wolves are now tied 1-1 in the Calder Cup Finals with games 3, 4, and 5 tonight, Friday, uh, and Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. The president of the team, Nate Costa, is here. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes about what's going on with the Calder Cup Finals, what's going on with the Calder Cup itself, and also the new TV deal that the T-Birds have struck with Western Mass News. Also, Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight at 8 in Tampa. The Lightning Trail, the Lanch, two games to one. Also, Avalanche fan Ryan Clark has been banned from the team's home games in Colorado because he spread his late friend's ashes onto the ice. Ryan says he has no regrets and he'd do it all over again. Other NHL news, Colorado defenseman Kale McCarr from UMass won the Norris Trophy as the NHL's top defenseman, and Toronto's Austin Matthews was named league MVP. In baseball, the Red Sox beat Detroit 5-4. to Trevor Story had a three-run homer and a great defensive play as well. Also, the Rays beat the Yankees 5-4, and the Astros over the Mets 8-2. And the Valley Blue Sox beat the Mystic Schooners 4-3. to The Blue Sox playing back at the MAC tonight, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. In golf, Brooks Kepka out of the upcoming Travelers Golf Tournament nearby Cromwell, Connecticut. He's leaving the PGA Tour for that Live Golf Tour. And yesterday, Tom Brady piping up again about the idea of continuing to play in the NFL. I could play as long as I'm willing to make the commitment to play, and I don't think that it's going to be another five years, I'll say that. I just have too many other things that are happening, and my kids are probably the biggest one. You know, they're just, they're not getting any younger. Five more years, Todd. And speaking of Brady, he might have to talk Gronk out of retirement again. Bax has that story straight ahead in his view from the couch on Rock 102. Got a green thumb? Plant yourself at Winesick Nursery. The va- and Guns and Roses with Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Well, oh, you're in the midst of greatness right now. Not just because Bax is a Massachusetts Broadcasting Hall of Famer. Although that doesn't hurt. Yeah. Let's just be uh, quite honest with that. Mm-hmm. No, but Nate Costa is here in the studio with right? us. That's and, the greatness and, part. And frankly, uh, Nate's a little bit more impressive than the rest of us. Way to go, yes! Nathan. Thank you. Way to go. Yes. So listen, uh, it's it's hard to, first of all, it's hard to believe that it's been six years that you guys have, have now uh, taken over this team and have gotten yourself to this point where you're just three wins away from this thing right here, the Calder Cup. This is wicked cool to have this year. And uh, and joining us in the, uh, the studio is Jason Chamovich. He's the uh, the Vice President of Communications for the league, the AHL. And uh, thanks for coming in because this is uh, this is remarkable to see this close. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having us. So, is that, Nate, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, <laughs> as the as uh, someone who was involved in the league, obviously, you know, the, the league is here in Springfield or – the, the offices are here. Do you have to maintain a, a level of neutrality when it comes to this uh, championship series? Uh, absolutely, we do. But, really? Uh, we do, but as, as part of the, the community here in Springfield at the same time, uh, it's great for us to see the Thunderbirds doing so well. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming for, for the fans, and, and uh, really downtown is, is buzzing every game night, uh, you know, banners and lawn signs and yeah everybody's talking about the team and 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 the run that they've been on and and you know as part of the community that we are we we, we feel that pride also nate as a, as a guy who has been involved in this whole thing for the last six years what does this mean to you personally to be, to be this close to it 
you know, you try not to get ahead of yourself, right? That's what I said at first is you want to win it first. But to be at this stage is really gratifying for all of us. I mean, we've put in so much work and especially the ownership group, Paul and, um, the, you know, the rest of the group. The, there was such excitement after winning the Eastern Conference Championship the other night. Um, you know, we've kind of said all along that, you know, if we hadn't won another game, it's been a really successful year. Obviously, you get to this point and you want to take home the cup. Like, that's the main goal, obviously. Um, so to have it here and to have it be able to be brought around today, it's going to be, you know, stopping around all over town today and tomorrow. Um, so keep an eye out for it. Um, get a chance to see it, hopefully. Um, pretty special, pretty spe- uh, special piece of hardware. So. Um, you know, we're, 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 we couldn't be more excited about being in this spot. Well, and that's what it means to you. What about for the team itself, like for the franchise? What well, does it mean for the franchise? I mean, it takes you to another level, right? Like we, we had a plan to build the business from the beginning and we were doing our part. And I think we laid the foundation to be able to really take advantage of this. As you mm-hmm. see, we're sold out completely for Friday right now. And um, we have limited tickets remaining for tonight and sa- Saturday. And, you know, that's the goal is like, we, you know, we were, we were ready to take advantage of the run. Um, and it's going to be huge for the franchise. You know, like it takes us to another level. We're the class of the league now, which, mm-hmm. you know, when we started this, you know, Springfield was last in the league in attendance. And I think there was, thought, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, can Springfield really uh, maintain an AHL franchise and, and be a pro city? And we always thought that we could. And I think we're proving it now, too, you know, and, and winning the cup or getting to, to at least the, the finals like this. It, it puts you in another level, and it's really helped our season ticket sales and everything else. This is the the, the stat that I still think is uh, remarkable, uh, and it kind of shows the difference between you know Springfield and the city of Chicago. And not to badmouth Chicago, uh, Chicago is a great city, but it's a city of 8.9 million people. They average less. Well, they average about the same in attendance as that uh, as, as the Thunderbirds do. We're a city of 155,000 people. You want to talk about a proportionate amount of support for an NHL for an AHL hockey team? It's all Springfield. If you really want to, you be be honest about yeah. the support. I mean, that says an awful lot. You know, Chicago plays to a to eleven thousand empty seats per night, even in the playoffs. Yeah. You guys haven't. When was the last time you had a game that did not sell out? Uh, it's been a while now. I mean, you know, I think the whole playoff run we've had a packed building. So. You know, it's it's a testament, I think, to, to, like I said before, the staff being ready, but also the fan support has been there right from the beginning. I mean, you know, this year, especially coming out of COVID, it's been a real challenging season for us right from the go. But, um, you know, we got through January and, and the crowds have been huge. The fan support has been great. And through the playoffs, it has been as well. And, you know, it's I, I'd like to think that we're helping to do a lot of that stuff, too. You know, we've we've had a plan right from the beginning. Our social media is probably the best in the league. It's some of the best in the league. And you know, all that stuff goes towards building a fan base and, and b- building fan support and really focusing on ticket sales and doing all the stuff that's not really the sexy part of the job, the stuff that people don't really see um, behind the scenes, the grinding, the phone calls, the groups, all that stuff really set us up to have success. And now we're taking advantage of it. And, and really, it's a testament to our city. Um, the city's rallied around us. You know, it's something that's a feel-good story. I think we've really turned the corner as a city and uh, we've been we've banging out those watch parties, and people have just come out and supported. And we're trying to we're just trying to be there and be a part of everything that's going on. Rock 102 with uh, Nate Costa from the T-Birds and uh, the league's communications guy, Jason Chamovich, wearing the gloves for the Calder Cup. And do you have any stories about the Calder Cup? Because I know there's some about the Stanley Cup, but I've never found out about the the Calder Cup. Are there good uh, stories? Uh, I'm sure there are. <laughs> <laughs> come on. No, I, it's you know. It's for a player at, at, at this level, 
trying to get to the National Hockey League, mm-hmm. um, or a veteran player who's been through it and is now serving as a mentor for some of those younger players. This this is the equivalent of their Stanley Cup. Uh, right. it, it's just as hard, uh, if not harder, a trophy to win. Um, I think there's there's really a lot of respect and reverence for for what this signifies, what this means. There's a lot of history behind it. It's almost as old as the Stanley it, Cup. It's, we've been handing it out since the mid '30s, and wow. it, it's wow. got uh, it, it's just as as much of a, a part of the fabric of professional hockey mm-hmm. as, as the Stanley Cup is. Now, uh, when uh, Springfield wins it, can we use it for uh, for chips and dip? Like I said uh, before we got on the air, I, I will bring it when we win this cup. I will bring it back, and you guys can do whatever you want with it within reason. <laughs> within reason. Uh, well, I don't. I don't like filling chips it with onions. I think is fine. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know think filling we... it with onion dip is such a bad thing. No, I think frankly. that's pretty. I think that's pretty fun. So uh, you, you said that the cup is going to go uh, make some rounds today. Where where's it going to be today? Uh, we're going to be on the news. We're also going to be down on. Uh, it's going to be at Monarch Place today at one o'clock. So. Um, from 1 to 2 o'clock down at Monarch Place, just inside the lobby there because the, the rain, we were going to have it outside. Um, and then we're going to have it tomorrow around town, too. Um, you know, we're going to have it at the Uno's tomorrow night, I think from 6.30 to 7.30 out in the courtyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to be making media rounds with it throughout the day. Um, and then at the game tonight, we'll have the Eastern Conference Championship trophy on display for people to come take uh, pictures with. and. Mm. The building's going to be rocking tonight. You know, we've got a real we've got a real good atmosphere set up for tonight. But then we're going to really blow it out Friday and Saturday too. We're going to have some pregame block parties, and we're going to close the street down on Saturday and really blow it out and have a big party. It'll be our it'll be our last home game of the year for us. So, um, really want to do it the right way. How how huge is it for the uh, for the Thunderbirds to have won that first game in you know, Chicago? That's that was the goal of that trip. You know, was to just split. You know, get one there and mm-hmm. come home, and now you've got home ice advantage, and and hopefully do our job here at home. You know, that was that was the goal. A tough one the other night, but um, the the main goal was getting one, which they did. They stole that first one, and this team has had resiliency all year. You know, like we were down four two in the third, late. You know, early in the third, the boys stuck together. They tied it up late, and then we got the game winner by you know Matt Castle, who's the UMass uh, standout there that's mm-hmm. joined our team late in the season. Uh, really, it's just a special group of guys, and I think what we've been talking about this whole run is you need those things to happen to to win a cup, like the special things, like the Joel Hofer goal and the James Neal goal with four seconds left, and mm-hmm. you know being down four two on the road and getting a win against a great Chicago team. Um, you know, I, I think the team has just done a fantastic job, and you know, set themselves up to really, hopefully, uh, take back home ice. And and uh, the building's going to be loud. The building's going to be rocking. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a little bit different than in Chicago, where you know that building is a cavernous building. So I think the atmosphere here is a true advantage for us, um, which we're looking forward to. You know, it's actually uh, having seen the cup now. Like, uh, let's, and, I, and I could touch it, except you know, Jason would probably punch me right in the mouth if I did it. <laughs> Is uh, Pat Kelly could actually sit inside of that thing? <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> I mean, really could. He could take a bath in that thing. Oh, the obligatory Pat shot. Right? <laughs> it's like those little baby baths you give people in the sink. It's uh, it's perfect for Pat size. By the way, uh, are we going to see uh, overturned cars and fires in the streets on, uh, when we win this thing, or what? I don't know. I mean, when we, we when we won, <laughs> I think it was round two. I I was walking to Red Rose after the game. Um, 
and people were streaming down the street screaming, "We want the Cubs!" So mm-hmm. I think there's, I think, yeah, I, I think there's, uh, I mean, there's a ton of excitement around it. Let's hope we're yeah. not. Well, were they doing cars, it for? But... Were they doing that for hockey or were they doing that for Portnoy? Which yeah. one were they doing? Yeah. one uh, of the two. <laughs> we we need a good riot around here. We, really we haven't had a riot. Yeah, no. We have had no yeah. good reason let's, to celebrate. Let, in years. And let's get a reason to do a riot. Absolutely. Right <laughs> uh, you were. Uh, we were just talking uh, before we came on the air. Uh, you know, as jammed as the uh, the Mass Regional Center will be tonight, we do have some tickets to give away. For tonight's yes. game uh, at uh, 7.05, uh, you're going to have to pick them up before 5 o'clock today. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the 10th caller right now at 293-1021, uh, Thunderbird tickets for Game 3 of the AHL Finals. Uh, Nate Costa and uh, Jason uh, Chamovich, great to see you. Thank you so much for bringing the cup in. Best of luck tonight and through the rest of the series. Well, I appreciate all the support you guys have given us all year long. It's like I said before we were on the air, you guys have really made an impact. Um you know, talking us up all season, it, it means a lot to us, and you guys have uh, really put us on the front burner, so I appreciate it very much. Easy story to do. Happy to do it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 821 with back Steve and Dave in the Calder Cup on Rock 102. The Rock 102 Golf Club is on sale now, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. Get 12 rounds. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 828 and Van Halen with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Good morning. Uh, we're going to have highs about 70 today with a mixture of sun and clouds. And uh, the forecast also calls for the Calder Cup to be all over town today. Uh, very cool to have the cup here with uh, with Nate and uh, Jason uh, Chamovich. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah, tonight, 7.05, uh, Springfield hosts Chicago for Game 3. And then they play uh, again Friday and then again on Saturday, both uh, all three games at 7.05 at night. Yeah, and let me just say, we, we forgot to mention this during the appearance here uh, moments ago from Nate Costa, but it will be on television as well. Western Mass News has something called cozy tv you can get it over the air on digital channel 3.8 also on comcast's regular channels 293 and 1165 and on charter channel 183 now here's uh, an interesting point and nate and i just uh, talked about it a little bit as soon as the uh, saturday's game is done mm-hmm. as soon as it's over that's when they will start to dismantle that god awful parking garage. So that if <laughs> if there's anything that comes out of this win or lose, at least we all win by destroying that awful parking garage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's about time. Well overdue. We have news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass news first alert forecast. The free nine three eight thirty two. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. Got a few vehicular stories to cover, one of which we covered in the 6 a.m. hour, a 22 News follow-up, it says, on a wrong-way crash on I-91 in Franklin County earlier this month. A state police trooper being credited with protecting the lives of other drivers by using his cruiser to stop the wrong-way vehicle. Now, the weird part about this story is, Steve brought it up earlier, it occurred on the northbound side of the highway in Bernardston back on June 10th. We're only learning about it today on 22 News, although they did say that this is a follow-up on this story. Boring. Let's talk about East-West Rail. That's more exciting. I'm just kidding. I was doing the reverse of what I did two I, hours ago. I know what you were doing. Uh, according to police uh, union trooper Tremblay, and again, as you pointed out earlier, no first name unless this is just one of them Pele kind of things where he goes by one name or she goes by one name only. Uh, trooper Tremblay from the Shelburne Falls barracks is the trooper being credited for saving lives by positioning, while well, it says his cruiser, in the path of the wrong way driver to stop that vehicle. Pretty cool. 
The trooper? Pretty dangerous, yep. man. That's like uh, that's some badass stuff you're doing right there. Driving directly towards a car mm-hmm. that is driving right at you. Yeah, but you know, to uh, to save lives and to uh, to to uh, uphold the law as it stands here in the state of Massachusetts, you do whatever you can, and, the, and that's uh, what the, exactly what this trooper did. Unfortunately, the deductible comes out of his paycheck. Hmm. Well, that's not right. No, no injuries, by the way. The trooper and the wrong way driver both uninjured in the crash, and the wrong way driver has not yet been identified. We got another vehicular deal here. A collision between a vehicle and a cyclist. And we told you about this earlier in the week. Granby Police, this just in, according to MassLive.com, they're asking for the public's help. They've posted a picture and a video because the vehicle that hit the cyclist drove right off after the collision that occurred Saturday morning. It occurred on Bachelor Street, Granby, 5.30 in the morning, a sedan-type vehicle ramming into the cyclist, and he drove off after the crash. There are... There's footage on the surveillance cameras, and you can check it out at MassLive.com. And if you have any yeah. knowledge about this, help out. I think that's uh, pretty neat that they went around. They obviously went around. Did you watch the video? No. They, they went around to, to all anybody who has a surveillance camera in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and they got a shot of this truck uh, going by somebody's house. Like that, They knew that was the truck yep. that did it, and everybody... Not everybody, but a lot of people have these ring cameras and these sure. these surveillance things and all that stuff, so you can see what's going on. It's uh, it's pretty interesting to see how you can piece together information like that. Yeah, do we have we ever had the, the video surveillance footage from here at Rock 102 used for any reason? I know that there was that oh. incident years ago of something, and I don't know if we're allowed to talk about well, there that. There was or an not. incident uh, just, not too just long this year. Ago. Yeah, <laughs> that that helped. Yeah. Where that uh, helped us out. You were here for that. Well, this wasn't the Molotov cocktail incident. Right? No, no, that uh, that didn't uh, that didn't make the that didn't make the video. I know which one yeah. you're talking about now. Yes, it's a like a threatened threat, uh, threatening. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, on the Edinburgh. Yeah, <laughs> that occurred. Some guy was trying to get in here to get his stuff that he left in his office because he was locked out of the building. <laughs> that's, that's that's what, what it was. was. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Hey, the town of West Springfield still. <laughs> Up in the air when it comes to legalizing marijuana. The town council president, Ed Sullivan, is going to post the way that the public can officially vote online on a ballot because it's controversial. Residents voted against the legalization of weed back in 2016. And those who are opposed in West Springfield think it's a gateway drug and think it presents a health and safety issue for children and think there will be impaired drivers running amok in West Springfield and also think that the image that cannabis would bring to the town is a bad one. Now, for the record, Mayor Will Reichelt of Spring, West Springfield supports pot and he presented a survey that says public opinion has changed on all this stuff and that residents are going elsewhere to purchase pot and West Springfield can't afford that because they're losing out on tax revenues. They are losing out on tax revenues. Every other town is doing it. Mm-hmm. All those other, all those other things that were such, uh, you know, that used that were used as scare tactics early on back in 2016. Mm-hmm. I think Holyoke. I think Springfield. I think East Hampton. All the other Northampton. All those other communities that that agreed to have uh, dispensaries have not faced any of those problems, other than, like you said, maybe some vehicular issues. Mm-hmm. Mostly because we don't really know how to determine what constitutes impairment and what does not. Beckett has a dispensary. 
Beckett. Well, like they need it. Well, you know, it, it's like uh, I, wa- I want to go there because I've read about it. It's like a it's like a bar and restaurant on one side and a dispensary on the other. Hmm. So you can, uh, you can get your pot and then get the munchies and then go eat the food. It's, uh, it's actually a great idea. And drink the beer on top of it. Yeah. They, well, I don't know if I'd do that. <laughs> That's, you shouldn't really mix the two. Unless you really want to have a good time, I guess. Bax, you mentioned some communities a moment ago, including Holyoke. A Holyoke man uh, arrested yesterday morning around 1.30 after allegedly breaking into a home through the bathroom window that was accessible by a rooftop. And when police showed up, he was in his vehicle trying to get away. They tried to stop him, and 33-year-old Kevin Jacino of Holyoke disregarded the officer, turned off his headlights at 1.30 in the morning, mm. and sped off. He was caught, obviously, and mm. he's been charged. Also, Longmeadow, a large gathering yesterday of people voicing their opposition to the proposed Eversource natural gas pipeline. State environmental protection officials also on hand at Longmeadow Country Club greeted by neighbors as well as a number of elected officials, including State Senator Eric Lesser, who is opposed to the pipeline, as are the people of Longmeadow and East Longmeadow, although Eversource is steadfast in maintaining they need to upgrade the pipeline. They're going to win. Eversource will win. I don't know. Something tells me that the, uh, the town of Longmeadow with all the powerful lawyers that live in that town, with all the money just pouring out of every corner, mm-hmm. they'll figure out a way to avoid this. Well, it'd be, could you wager on that? Who would win? You I should be able to I wager on that. I don't know if MGM has a prop <laughs> bet on who's going to win the pipeline uh, your, your competition. We could establish a line and get some vig by taking bets in here on the I, Rock 102 Morning Show. I already take a bet every time I pay taxes in this state because that's <laughs> where the money's going how's that going for you, you winning at all or not? no 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 they call it the state of winning but it's really not a lot of people headed to the beach in massachusetts this time of the year and hopefully they won't meet with the same problem that beachgoers in spain have encountered the city of vigo wants to end the practice of urinating in the sea in their town by imposing a penalty of 800 bucks if you let loose in their ocean. How would you know? Exactly the point, you're Steve. Underwa- you're, your hips are underwater. You can't tell what's going on. Local authorities have passed legislation that bans, quote, physiological evacuation on the beach or in the sea. Let me tell you something. I have never swam in a body of water in which I did not have to go to the bathroom. It's and nature's toilet. When you, when you say did not have to, you mean you actually did. I did. Or I mean, did you hold it even though you had to? Remember when you were in high school mm-hmm. and like you were in biology and sure. you did the experiments about water displacement? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Your bladder is not going to poison an entire thick and rich, expansive body of water. It's just not going to happen. Unless it's a pool. It'd be like getting all worried because there might be a single rat hair or testicle inside a hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it's still going to be delicious. <laughs> well, to Steve's point, according to this story, Look it says up. even though they want to outlaw urinating in the sea in Vigo, Spain, at a penalty of 800 bucks if you do it, quote, details of how exactly the rule will be enforced are unknown. Because there's no way to do it. It's Unless just telling, all- telling people just yeah. don't pee in the ocean. Right. But how do you even know? How would you look at all the fish peeing in the ocean? Yeah. Don't they look at all that? Right. And how are they going to prove it? Well, I don't are know. Officers watching people if they do that little face that you do when you 
kind of let it go. Mm, I guess so. You know, and then but then you know again, where's the proof? Proof Good is question. already in the ocean at that point. Again, water displacement. We've all learned about it in high school. There's a new health test. We covered this a couple of hours ago on the show, but if you can stand on one leg for 10 seconds, you're nearly as likely to live as you are to die within the next decade. So if you can't stand on your leg for 10 seconds, according to this new study from Brazil, you're going to die in the next 10 years. So test it out at home. What a dumb test. And yet we all fell for it. <laughs> How many people you know that can stand on one leg and uh, still die of some horrible disease? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Well, it doesn't yeah. mean doesn't mean you're you're not susceptible to dying of another disease. Yeah, it yeah. just means you won't die from the physical ailments that would cause a problem. You know, Dave, you would get hit by a bus mm-hmm. uh, today because you were in the road standing on one foot That's and true. weren't able to get out of the way. Think no. about that. Make it a public service announcement. Don't do the standing on one leg test in busy traffic. Do it in the privacy of your radio studio or in your home or office. You would like to think you wouldn't have to make that kind of announcement. You would think, but you never know. It's 842 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Up there on the mountain, the brisket is so good. Why don't they just change the name of the place to brisket? It's 849 and Tom Petty with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. We're going to have the highs of only about 70 for today. With lots of clouds, uh, rain possible after 2 p.m. today, uh, chance of rain later in the week as well. Uh, Rock 102 presents the Classic Rock Summer, brought to you by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham, now through Labor Day weekend. You listen to Rock 102 all summer long for details how to grab your share of the summer stash of prizes. We're giving away a $25 gift card to the Hangar Pub and Grill. All you got to do every weekday, you listen through Labor Day, and if you want to win, go to rock102.com, and then you listen to Pat Kelly every weekday for your chance to win that gift card. The Classic Rock Summer brought to you by Leah Toyota of Wilbraham only on Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. And Pat Kelly will be broadcasting from inside the Calder Cup later today, right? Uh, I think he could sit in it. What do you think? Uh, he could bathe in it. He could uh, He could sit in it. He could wear, he could wear it like a little hat. <laughs> he could do all kinds of things with it. Yes, he could. Uh, did you ever go to Drake's Beach, California? Nope. No. No. You're going to want to after this. Thousands of penis fish have washed ashore. Hmm. Eucraeus capu is a species of uh, spoonworm. That already sounds disgusting. Isn't that a song by Soundgarden? Uh, Spoon Man. Oh, really? My mistake. That spends uh, most of its life burrowed in the soft silt of the seabed. It is better recognized by its more phallic name uh, for rather obvious reasons. These worms sometimes known as as the fat innkeeper worm, because scientists keep dragging them around, can survive for up to 25 years under the sand, minding their own business and eating on plankton, bacteria, and other microscopic particles that fall into their mucus traps. Oh, much like any other penis. Right. Well, and that gives you an extra nickname for your junk, the fat innkeeper. Yeah. You know, I'm looking... to take it out this weekend, the fat innkeeper. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, pictures of this penis fish. It looks remarkably... Like a penis, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know how uh, nature figured it out any other way. It looks just like you would expect a penis to look if it were beneath the sea. How, how would you tell the difference between that and say Brett Favre's manhood? One, it's not connected to the rest of Brett Favre. Okay, uh, that would be the that would be the first clue. Mm-hmm. The secondly, it doesn't. It's not wearing a pair of Crocs. Okay, which is the other clue. Oh, it's like a. It's like family fun day. Hey, kids, who wants to go pick up penis fishes on the beach? Yeah. Come on. You put one up to your ear, uh, 
You can hear all kinds of weird things. <laughs> you ever uh, ever see that uh, that show with Andrew Zimmern, the guy that eats uh, like weird food, like yeah. bizarre foods mm-hmm. all over the world? Yes. You ever see that guy? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see the episode where he went to this uh, restaurant that served nothing but penis? No. No. Yeah. You mean different animals? Different animal penis. Wow. So it was like like uh, like a whole hmm. buffet, a wall to wall, like a deep pile shag carpet of nothing but penis. How much penis did he eat that day? <laughs> I don't really know. I I I, I couldn't uh, pay attention to everything he was putting in his mouth that day. But let's put, let's put it this way: he felt full by the time he was done. Did he have a cockatoo or a three or four? I don't know if he did. I don't remember any uh, any. Any birds on the menu? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, I. Uh, but he said that some of it was absolutely delicious. Well, you know, I've always been interested to try those Rocky Mountain oysters they got out uh, in the Midwest. Sure. The uh, the bull testicles. I tried it. I've done it. How is it? Tastes like chicken, as they say. Really, I mean, I wouldn't do it again because it's kind of like the, the texture. You know, you know how you're okay with a, a flavor of a food, but mm-hmm. you hate the texture. Yeah, flavor was all right, I guess, with sauce on it because yeah. it had sauce on it. Well, but, lamb fries, but the texture, eh? No, bet you can't eat just one. I did. You only ate one. Yeah. Don't they normally come in a matching set? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, my radio partner and I at the time in Syracuse we split a couple of them. Oh, speaking of Syracuse, I found this TikTok <laughs> video last night mm-hmm. of uh, this woman uh, showing off her Subway sandwich that had an entire knife into it. And I don't know how Jeez. old this video is, but the comments are re- recent. And she references Friday night. And uh, she opens up the sandwich, and it's a Subway knife. Wow. In in the sandwich. Like the real sharp one that cuts the sandwich? Yeah, and apparently she called uh, the store, and uh, they said, well, what would you like us to do about that? Whoops. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, um, I think you got a lawsuit on your maybe hands. Maybe fire the employee, right? And uh, she, in fact, injured herself when she opened the sandwich because she cut herself away. She cut her uh, tip, wow. fingertip on it. That's it, though. It's not like she started like put the sandwich in her mouth and cut her tongue off. Subway, eat flesh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was gr- it was gross. It was yeah. it was just absolutely gross. Well, that's dangerous. Even if it was like even if it were like a like a butter knife, like something they they'd spread mayonnaise with. I no, mean, you, could, you could break a tooth. You like, break your whole jaw. Yeah, this was with a really sharp. Uh, cutting knife, mm-hmm. but thin, like a thin, long one. Right, wow. and well, how, uh, how, it was in the whole. I wonder how she figured it out. Did she bite into it and then, oh, something's she, wrong? Or did she, she cut feel, her finger? Feel, she feel, cut oh, her she finger. Cut her finger. She sorry. opened okay. it up and, gotcha. and she and she nicked her finger on the good thing. Damn. thing. And uh, man, good thing. Why can't good things like that happen to me? I, I don't know. Be rich. Uh, sure, it would be great to sue a large corporation. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely. Really would. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, eight, just about eight fifty-six. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. Where do you listen to Rock 102? Whether it's on your smart speaker with back Steve and Dave in the